0: All right, all right, all right, and a yeehaw and a howdy do. Put your pistols in the air, ride them, cowboys. This is episode number 162 <laughs> of the toilets to titles podcast. This evening we're talking uh Frankenstein listener league 2022 we have a special guest this evening before i pass it off to that special guest everybody you can follow me on the twitter at coach Sheps. the show's handle is on the twitter at toilets the to titles and with me wearing that glorious glorious <laughs> cowboy hat with with all those trophies behind him, which i think are a good omen is my main man justin stevens at justin ff underscore justin what's cooking
1: hey what's going on johnny so um yeah so the Cowboys, the Cowboys hat is to honor your Cowboys and their big win last night, and the and the trophies back here are just a stack of all of them that we have ready to roll for all of the consecutive Frankenstein victories for our guest tonight that he's about to rake in over the next uh, fifty or sixty years. So uh, yeah, yeah, so that's <laughs> what the trophies are for.
0: I love it. I love it. And that's that's a, I guess that's a hell of an intro right there, man. We got a winner amongst us. This is the yeah. third. This is the third Frankenstein Listener League. This is the biggest yet. We plan on getting bigger, and Chris—that's a little teaser. He's going to help us decide on, on a little something that he earned. But this was the biggest, man. And uh, without further ado, it's Chris Hind. It's at is this just FF on the Twitter, Chris? We are happy to have you, man. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing really good, man. Happy to be here. Um, looking forward to, to talking Frank with you guys talking frankly we
0: are frankly talking frank and we are we are looking forward to it as well this has been a long time coming you know we had some playoff football thrown in there but with with this league being such an undertaking and if you're listening i'm sure you've been with us for a while and if you're new go back and like just search toilets of titles frank and stank and we're going to get into it a little further later but you know if you want to kind of get a recap before you listen to this episode you could find our episode earlier, you know, in the off season, last off season where we discussed Frankenstein and, and some of the rules we put in and there anything but but this is a monster. Before we get into this monster though, Chris, you got a lot going on in the fantasy community. You you got some gambling, you got where can everybody find your work and where do you recommend they subscribe, whatever. How do they find you?
2: Well, yeah, so my Twitter out I share with with one of my pals back home in England. Uh, so we do a little bit of chat about fantasy football on the on the American side, the NFL. Just really set it up to to try and get all my friends back home in England interested in the NFL. Right, having a fantasy aspect. We have like a six team home league, which I, I set up is just you know five of my pals just playing for a little bit of money. Uh, keeps them interested, gives them something to to look at. Like they're all watching throughout the season. Just adds a little bit of extra to it Um, but we also do it on the soccer side the English Premier League has their own version of fantasy football so you know we talk about that as well and it's it's called fantasy football as well back in the UK so we set that up we talk about that and it's kind of escalated into you know we provided our insights into betting on on both sports and I've kind of moved in to a bit more of a role I, I kind of in a little bit of the gambling stuff with roto heat now like i've we've launched our own uh youtube channel which is just doing kind of uh on you know the sports betting stuff so that's nfl focused there's a lot of soccer stuff in there um but it's gonna you know expand more into like the basketball and baseball and that season comes back around so yeah just trying to dive into as you know as much of the gambling stuff as i can like i've been Fortunate, probably not the right word but I've been gambling since I was 18 so almost 20 years now like in the UK it was obviously fully legal to to gamble on spin yeah it's opening up more and more now every month seems like we're getting closer to more and more of the states having access to it more and more sports coming out more and more lines on on there so yeah just it's a huge huge for you know, and, and the crossover between fantasy football and and the sports betting side is is huge. Yeah. You know, yeah. Man, you know if if you're you know if, if you're playing DFS and you know that you're going to pick whoever it might be like to to go over, you know to get seven or eight catches you can bet on that now for the most part. So, you know if you, you can make money on it then it's a huge huge thing obviously
0: yeah man so who's like all right fantasy football in the uk we're talking your uk football not american football who's like who are the top three who's like mm-hmm. the christian mccaffrey austin eckler like justin jefferson jamar chase who are those cats i'm assuming Erland holland my guy has to be up there but i don't know too many other holland, names outside of yeah,
2: that he's yeah so holland is number one. I, everyone, everyone in my league picked Harlow. Like so the difference is that you can pick the same players, so you just you basically just given a salary cap of say a you know everyone's given a a value, so you got a hundred million dollars to build your squad, but everyone has a value, so everyone could theoretically end up with the same fifteen players, but. That's where you then you get to see everyone else is playing every week, and you then get to make adjustments to have those players in there that are really going to be the difference makers. But yeah, Erling uh, at the start of the season everyone wanted him, so I kind of went the other way, and I was like, let me take Alvarez just in case Haaland takes a couple of weeks to to get himself ready. I paid the price for it. I'm a hundred yeah. points behind, and that was basically because he, you know scored scored a, a stupid amount of goals straight straight off the bat but yeah um he would be a good frank next year
0: um do you <laughs> do you watch ted lasso um,
2: but i have watched ted lasso yes
0: so you know like how they're always hanging out in that pub and he comes in and everyone kind of curses him off and yep, and uh they grow on him and but anyway mm. i imagine that the live drafts for the soccer leagues or the football as you'd call it fantasy leagues over there in England are all performed in pubs like that. And that, that excites me. And I wish I, I had
2: an opportunity Pretty much. to do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's man, a different lifestyle. That's that's yeah, excellent. I
2: think, I think it's definitely, I think it's definitely something. Yeah. Yeah. The, the pub aspect of stuff is, is definitely, is missing America for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's it, man. That's it. Excellent. Well, that, that's it. That's an excellent intro. We're going to talk about some gambling in a little bit before we get into the Frankenstein discussion. But I do want to let everybody know, if you're watching on YouTube, it would be greatly appreciated. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell so you're notified every time you go live. If you have anything to say about anything we're talking about on the show, you can throw us a comment. Heck, if you want to get into Frankenstein 2023, throw us a comment. Throw us a like. Throw us a subscribe. And then throw us a five-star Apple podcast review. If it's you'll get If you throw us a five-star Apple podcast review... You'll get in Frankenstein, but if it's good enough, if it's like a five-star Apple podcast review, like beautiful, man, and then it really sells the show, you might even get in for free. That's like a $25 value. So you, you cannot beat that Apple podcast. Those a five-star review. Uh, stay tuned with titles all off season, regardless of how you listen. Podbean, Apple podcast, Spotify, you know, Apple, whatever. There's tons of different things. Google play, whatever. However you're, you're listening to us, stay tuned. We're headed to Mobile. We're going to be covering all the Senior Bowl out there. We got the show on the clock. We're talking NFL draft. We start that Thursday. Me, Nino, KT. We're going to have Matt Waldman on. We're going to have Joe, Joe C, and Joe I, if you're Giants fans. which I'm not. I'm not going to be tuning in. But they're going to have a Giants show weekly on Wednesdays. And then everything else is just kind of going to continue, man. So it's Titles Tuesdays. We're going to have P2P, heads to Head. Uh, we're also going to start a new show. It's called The Between Two Urnals. And that starts this Saturday. So, you, anybody, if you're listening and you want to debate, throw us a DM, email us to the at gmail.com. If you have access to a camera, a microphone, you got something to debate. We can get you on that show. It's pre-recorded too, so we can work around your schedule. It's only 15 minutes long. We would love to have you debate. Justin, you got something to say about that, my friend. Go ahead. I was going to
1: say, I I am in the minority in a couple of aspects when it comes to this industry. I'm one of the few that still hold on strong, that redraft is far better than Dynasty, and that non-PPR is far better than PPR. So if you want to come on and argue with me directly, you're more than welcome to come on and argue. Just let us know. And also, I was kind of wishing, John, that you actually were the one with this cowboy hat. Because I feel like this cowboy hat would match a lot better with your t-shirt.
0: Oh, speaking of which, that's a heck of a tie-in, my friend. We have a new affiliate. You know we're affiliated with Amazon.com. If you want to get on the website, you want to buy your Amazon products on there, no markup. It helps the show. Go on the site, fanatics.com. You want to buy some NFL gear, some autographs, some jerseys, some hats, whatever. You can go to toiletstitles.com. You can find their link. And then we just got affiliated with Homage, H-O-M-A-G dot com, H-O-M-A-G-E dot com. Check them out. They got tons of NFL gear. It is awesome. I got a Dallas Cowboys sweatshirt. It is super comfortable, man. And I also got this sweet NFL Jam t-shirt. If you're listening at home, you don't get to see it, but it's like a play on the retro NBA Jam. It's got Trayvon Diggs and Michael Parsons on there. It's, it's awesome, man. So I really love rocking this shirt. So go check that out. You can go to their site through our site, ToiletsToTitles.com. So we kind of teased it a little bit. Chris, I know we're going to be talking about Frankenstein, but we do want to discuss a little bit round one of the NFL playoffs. So I'm going to I'm going to pass it to you first. You're the guest. What are your overall thoughts of the first round of the NFL playoffs? What are some props or some bets that you might have played this weekend that you thought were going to play out, and either they hit or they didn't? So, so go ahead
2: and drop that on us. Well, I think the big one, um, first off, was the Bills and Dolphins. I think you know, that was – supposed to be uh, a very one-sided affair it kind of started that way Um, a lot of people were taking the spread you know bills to to blow out the Dolphins I mean I think it all changed like we didn't expect Josh Allen to to throw any interceptions in the playoffs let alone two or three in the first half and I think that swung the momentum greatly Dolphins did great to get back in the game so that one didn't go as planned and I think if anyone was planning on the Dolphins scoring, it was going to be Tyreek Hill that was going to get in to the end zone. Um, so that one didn't quite, you know, I think that kind of busted a lot of parlays, certainly on the, the spread betting side, you know, on game one. Um, but everything else kind of, didn't necessarily go as planned, but everything was a high scoring game. And I think that's, that's the playoffs, right? Like it's win or go home. So there's none of this being cautious, you know, the offenses are going out there to put the points up on the board. Um, you know, they're trying to score touchdowns. An extra and extra points. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Which you, you guys could probably. Uh, I, the thing is, the, the funny thing about that is I literally was saying to someone yesterday, he missed the first one. And I said, he's only missed like four all year. Like, yeah. guy, guys not missing two in a row. And then I was yeah. like, okay, um, now we've got to go the other way. But, I mean, fortunately, you can't bet on that right? You, 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 did you take the field goals? You, you're you a big field goal better, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, man. I I did take it in that one. I missed that, but I, I, I hit it. Uh, I, I usually pick and choose. So I'd, I'd like next year, maybe I'll track it. So I, I, I'd say that the over is usually the over under is three and a half or two and a half. And yeah. I, I'd say I probably went 70, 30 with the amount of times this year. I bet, you know, that, you know, that's, a. That's a fun one for me. There's always, I feel like, more than three and a half field goals. So go ahead, Justin.
1: So I do know that you posted John in the Patreon chat um, on Discord, which you guys are welcome to come and support us, patreon.com toilets titles. But you posted in there that you were going to take the over two and a half uh, for the Seahawks and 49ers on field goals. And that was got, that they got that in the first half. So yeah, yeah, that, that one was pretty nice.
0: Yeah, that was good. so. Usually, I hit on that. And I also not to toot my own horn. I I picked Dalton Schultz first touchdown, so that was a big hit. So that's that another would, thing.
1: That had to be big.
0: Oh, that was yeah. That was like I don't even know. It's it, I think I might have posted it in there as well, but it, I only put like fifteen bucks down. I want to say it was like one hundred and forty-five. I won for that,
2: which is a good a good payout. Yeah. Keep going, Chris. I'm sorry. No, fine. Like so, I think that was you know the the Giants game. I like the Giants. I mean. I'm I'm in New York so kind of by default kind of a a borderline Giants fan. How, how far least. are
0: you from Frank Pepe's pizza?
2: <laughs> um probably a decent trek. I'm I'm on Long Island, so in Nassau County okay. on Long Island, so Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, like 30 minutes outside Manhattan. Okay. So All um, right. But yeah, so I've been Been to MetLife a couple of times. Watched a couple of Giants games, a couple of Jets games. So kind of always rooting for the Giants. Um, And Saquon Barkley, obviously, like he's one of my favorite players in the league. He, I liked him to to score a touchdown. You know, he got two. Uh, I think he's going to be. Did you
0: start him in the fantasy league playoff? Yeah,
2: yeah. So did I. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was a that was a good one. That that paid out. One that didn't. The Jags. uh, I had Travis Etienne. Thought they were gonna thought they were gonna do well, which obviously second half they did. But I thought they were gonna run the ball a lot more. But game script plays a huge amount into into this, you know. I I, I saved Travis Etienne, and I'm gonna play him this week. So we're
0: talking about we have a playoff fantasy football league uh, through Toilets to Titles. I believe it was fifteen dollars a person. And We have like sixty guys in there. Or well, we have we have mo- guys and girls. So I don't know the the ratio, but there's guys and girls in there. And uh, my son he started Trevor Lawrence and he went to, he had to go to bed and and this was the start of the week and this kid's thinking you know this is only the second fantasy thing he's ever done he did it last year he did okay but this year he's a lot more knowledgeable and this was the first year where i opened up the site and he told me this 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 it wasn't like hey here's here's some reasoning you know here's what i think the matchup's going to do it was more so here's the games a quarterback you know so he started tr- trevor lawrence and then when i woke him up the next morning he was like minus five points when he went to bed and he and he wakes up and he's, he's 30 points so what what a huge chain of change of events trevor lawrence we you got to tip your cap to that kid justin herbert trevor lawrence both of them it was their first time playing in a playoff game right this kid throws what three interceptions four interceptions mm-hmm. you know he did just as bad as brett moore did uh, but but it was more so throwing interceptions not kicking field goals and he stuck with it and then what do you do after the win he goes out to Waffle House you know yep. he celebrates he celebrates like a real Jacksonville man and 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 then you got Joey Bosa on the other side throwing his helmet all pissed off I kind of feel like Joey Bosa's on the way out he got himself in trouble there they bring in Khalil Mack you know I, if they're changing the guard a little bit, they're going to want They're going to want to point fingers at somebody. They already cut a few coaches, you know, they're keeping Staley. Right. So I think, I think Bosa might be on the way out. And and if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm picking up the phone. Cause I would love to have Joey Bosa on the other side of, of Michael Parsons. I, I would absolutely love it. That dude's a dog.
2: Yeah. I think they all are all the Bosa's right. Yeah. Yeah. Super,
0: super humans.
2: Yeah. They're, they're the, the next generation of Watt brothers. Yeah.
0: Right? And then and then as far as the Giants Vikings games goes, I was surprised how many crossing routes were they were they were they were layering crossing routes. I don't know the terminology for it, but they were running a deep cross and a shallow cross. And these cross like the, the Vikings had absolutely zero answer. Players were crossing the field. Justin will remember this. The the Colts used to do this all the time with Pierre Garcon. He'd cross, you know, underneath somebody, and you'd get give him the ball in space, and then he became a running back with the ball in his hands. Then you had, you know, Darius Slayton and the Giants. They just the the Vikings had absolutely no answer. And and you have to hand it to Daniel Jones, man. He was lights out. Like this dude was spot on throwing lasers. Like, caps off to him. I I don't want to talk too much about the playoffs. I know I kind of it's my fault because i set the show notes and i'm I'm guiding the show but uh friday night we're going to do another round table i know justin's going to be there and the guys are going to be talking last week's playoffs but mostly they're going to talk you know next week's matchup so we didn't we didn't take too much of their content but i don't want to you know i want to leave some content for them so stay tuned but yeah I, i was super fired up for the cowboys game I wasn't expecting. And when you guys are talking about, the, well, well, Chris, you mentioned it, the playoffs and, and high scores and everybody going for it, I like low-scoring football. Like I, So everyone was pissed off after the first few Cowboys-Bucks drives, and I was getting more and more confident with each drive. Dak's off, whatever. But the defense, the defense was grinding, and they were hungry, and I almost feel like the first few possessions where Dak was off right away Made the defense realize we need to dominate, and then when Dak started to click, the defense didn't change its mindset. They they continued to try to dominate, and I think you know, obviously the Buccaneers they ended up scoring scoring 14 points, but really it was garbage time. And I'm happy because my playoff roster, I had Tom Brady going, I had Chris Godwin going, so I was welcoming those. Uh, I was welcoming those points. Go ahead, Justin.
1: And how about Sam Hubbard, hometown boy for the Cincinnati Bengals, grew up a Bengals fan, gets to pull off a 98-yard touchdown that big boys don't normally get to do, mm-hmm. much less in the playoffs like that. So, yeah. hats off hat, hats off to you, Mr.
0: Well, Mr. you you tell us about that. We jumped right over that matchup, man. Ravens, who was at the Ravens Bengals game?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I was there. I was uh I got I, I was able to actually make it to the game thanks to Kenny Bo, a buddy of mine. Uh, but, um, but yeah, we got to see it live and, and the whole way leading up to it, we're, we're talking about the game. We're talking to the Bengals fans that were obviously super confident because right before that, a few hours before that, they announced that, uh, Tyler Huntley was going to be splitting time with Anthony Brown who nobody knew i don't know that anthony brown's parents know who he is at this point but uh um but we never saw him on the field though he never got a snap it really was huntley the whole way huntley actually played a pretty incredible game for uh for a guy that was asked to come in and not lose the game for him and up until that fumble he really was doing everything that it took to win that game so how how about jk
0: dobbins throwing him under the bus Say, saying if the other quarterback was in, they would have won. That's like- I, don't,
1: I don't think that that's what he meant by that. I think his, his intent was to stand up for Lamar, but man, that sure is. Yeah, right? definitely came off bad. Yeah,
0: man, yeah. That, that's got to burn me.
1: I mean, now, Har- Harbaugh kind of threw him under the bus, too. Or no, 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 wait, it wasn't Harbaugh. Um, Hunt- I forget who it was. Somebody, it might have been Huntley himself, actually, that said that the uh, play was actually called for him to go under. And he made the split decision at the end, right before the ball was snapped, that he's going to go over. Um, so, had he went under, maybe he doesn't fumble, maybe he scores, maybe he doesn't, whatever. But, uh, but he did make that decision. But I mean, if if, if a guy's going to lead your team, if a guy's going to be your quarterback, you got to trust that he's going to make those decisions. And right. he thought it was what was best for his team. Like Man. he didn't fumble it on purpose. I feel bad for him, but I feel really good about about Hubbard, especially since I was there rooting for the Bengals. So, right, oh, right. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, hey, Chris, where, where are you in the rankings of the playoff fantasy league after week one? Mid teens. Mid teens. All right. I yeah. think you like that. You like the carpet, yeah. ba- you, you know, uh-huh. the sandbag a little bit and then you, you climb up. You want everybody to feel comfortable. You, you're going to let us know a, a player or two that you're starting this week or what?
2: No. Um, no, but I, I can like a couple of players I like if you're looking at props, like the guys that I think, you know, you're looking for touchdowns this week. Christian McCaffrey, kind of obviously like week in, week out. Um, I like, I know a couple of the, obviously, we've, we said that a few of the quarterbacks scored this weekend. I think, you know, in the playoffs, these quarterbacks are doing everything they can to, to make sure that you're getting the six points. And so I like Josh Allen um, to, to maybe get in against the Bengals. And then, I mean, in the, the Eagles, Giants game, you could take either of those guys, Jalen Hurts or Danny Dimes to to score a TD. I think I, that's where you're going to get the value. I think Jalen Hurts is is going to go out with a lot to prove in this game, um, yeah. and also I think you know under the radar there, Boston Scott always get always scores TDs against the New York Giants. So I feel like I definitely took Boston Scott in a in a parlay the last time they played um and he was the last one i was waiting on to cash it and and he got his touchdown so i think i'm gonna have to run that back and although i want the as much as i want the giants to win i think the eagles don't even make you know i don't even think it, it necessarily is a close game but i think it's going to be close you Some, there's
0: something how long you been in new york for
2: only three years So there's something about
0: New York. I don't know what it is. And I know the Giants aren't technically from New York. They're actually a Jersey team. But there's something about the tri-state area. And when the Giants get in the playoffs, it it don't matter how good they are. It's like Mm -hmm. they just bottle some sort of energy and and they play outside of themselves. And I don't think they're going to win, but I don't think they're going to get disrespected either. I think they're going to give Philly everything that they can handle. And But Philly's a good team. Philly's done a great job building a roster this year. So, you know, I, I think that's going to be an excellent game. All right. I'm starting – I'm going to let you know I'm starting Debo Samuel this week. I think Debo is – is he's – last year crushed the Cowboys in the playoffs. And I think, you know, I think Debo is going to do it again this week. So that's my, my pick. I'm also playing Christian McCaffrey. I'm having a hard time deciding between Bengals and Bills. You know, I don't know which yeah. of those two teams – I really think is going to advance and I'm afraid to play them because I want to leave them, you know, available to move on. So that, that's going to be my tough decision, but I, I feel pretty confident about starting McCaffrey and Debo. Those are the only two I'm going to let you guys know. All right. Again, check out totes Check out our Patreon, patreon.com uh, backslash totes titles. If you want to support the show, there's multiple tiers on there. We'd love to see you in the Discord chat. We got a lot of interesting chat and also gets you into the Frankenstein league. All right. Uh, this quick, is go go ahead, Justin.
1: I want I want to talk about my playoff team a little bit because i you your playoff team, baby. I'm starting off uh, a little bit behind you guys, and by is a this your bit, roster be,
0: is this your is this on the computer? as of right
1: now? This is my roster. I'm so I'm you're full transparency. I'm laying it all out there. So I am uh I'm I'm going all out in the second round because I'm 40 points behind and I tried to sandbag some good players in that first round for obvious reasons.
0: How far uh, are you behind, Emmett?
1: uh right yeah right around 40 points his that's the funny thing too i was gonna say emmett is only three points ahead of you john but you know in his mind he is kicking your ass
0: yeah you know he's that, humble right? man emmett is like <laughs> i almost wish he'd be a little more uh like you know flagrant with, with it you know he's very calm cool collected and he's just happy to be here dad yeah. i'm just i'm just happy to be here but yeah man i I'd be talking junk to him if I was beating
1: him. Oh yeah, you would. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm going all out. I'm going Josh Allen. I'm going Christian McCaffrey. Uh, um, uh, Jamar Chase. Really wish I could have taken advantage of Justin Jefferson, but you know, you win, you lose. Uh, George Kittle. So Nick Bosa. So it's all it's all out there for you guys right there. So do do with it what you want, but you don't really have to worry about my team anyway. All right, excellent, <laughs> excellent. So
0: so now speaking of teams. We have Chris on, who was the most dominant team in the Frankenstein Listener League this season. It was five divisions, 12 teams a division. This thing was a monster. Rock, paper, scissors competition to decide the draft order for each division. We had five copies of each player. Chris, what division were you in?
2: Night of the Living Silent But Deadlies.
0: Oh, I love that one. Yeah, so we, we, we have a lot of fun with the division names and that's another teaser for what's coming up. But um man, so what was it like so so take us through you know, so we have some questions on here. You know, I want to know what your plan was going into the draft, but up until the draft, like what was the process like for you getting in the league, trying to digest being in the league, the group chat, trying to navigate that, like trying to navigate your strategy, kind of give us the preseason pre-Frankenstein mindset
2: so i listened to the to the episode that you you said that these guys could go back and listen to and i'm going through and i was listening to it while i was working and i'm getting through how crazy
0: did did it make me sound that (laughs)
2: episode you you do sound crazy to someone that doesn't know about it but now (laughs) i feel like if i listen to it back i'll be like oh this all makes perfect sense right but i I kind of got halfway through it and i'm like i'm not going to remember any of this in two weeks time. So I went in and I was at my, at my desktop. So I, I literally created myself a, a word document and I just went through and I was like, right, there's five divisions, like 16 roster spots. There's no trades. Like I'm, I'm writing stuff down. I even have it. Like I'm looking at it now, like everything I wrote out that I got from, from that episode, I've then sat there and I was like, okay, so we're drafting this way. You know, it's, it's rookies only. So I'm like, who am I taking in the first round? Like, who am I getting? Like, if I'm early part of the draft, what's my strategy? If I'm late part of it, like, what, you know, that really defined it for me. I was fortunate enough. I won the RPS for, for our division. So I also got to pick where I was going to go. And for me, my, my strategy was, you know, what rookies in redraft do I trust any of them to, to win me a title? No. So <laughs> I was like, I, I'm picking, like I, I went through the cards and the cards for anyone that doesn't know is by far the, my favorite part of this entire league. Um, like it's just something that you do not have anything even yeah. close to it in any other version of fantasy football. Um, and I went through, you guys went through the cards and that was the best part of the, yeah, you know, it's nice to know the ins and outs of of all of that other stuff, but when it gets down to it, like this is the difference maker for me. And I was like, "That's the card I want." Yeah, like you're going through the cards, and I'm like, "How would each of these cards cards work out for me?" And I was like, "If I'm anywhere, I knew at that point that I'd won the RPS." So I was like, "I'm taking the Ghostbuster card. Like that's that's pick number one. Like where do I put myself?" in the draft to make sure i guarantee to get that before you mention the
0: ghostbuster card let's mention that when you won and you picked your draft spot we started once we figured out we were going to be drafting to in the same spot in different divisions we started that chat yeah and we were conversing about strategies and Mm -hmm. i was i was in i was in canton and I feel like the guys talked me into that Ghostbuster card because I was going to go in a different direction. And then, you know, they, they, they had like power ranked the cards and I was going to wait on a card. So, so now continue. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, I, I just, I, I looked at it and I was like, all the other cards are useful. But I was like, if you're, if you're winning games and obviously like the whole point of this league that like you kind of have to start well. You, there's no way that you can start off losing your first two or three games because your two or three best players are now gone. Like to them, win games. You're hoping that you're playing against other teams that have that have started badly, and you could get very lucky. So to start well is like the last thing you want to do is have a card played against you off the bat. So the Ghostbuster card for me, it was it was you know attacking via defense, right? Like it meant that no one was going to waste their card in the first three or four weeks against me because I was just going to use that back against them to nullify their card, So it was kind of a waste. And, and that was it. I was like, I, I put myself in, in that one Oh two, um, really because I'd, I'd kind of posted in our division. So we had the divisional chats, right? I posted in there and kind of jokingly said like half joking and said, if anyone wants one Oh one, let me know, like I'm open to bribery. Like I'd won the RPS, so someone make me an offer. If you want 101, let me know. Only one person did. That person was Alex. He told me, I was like, okay, what are you ta- who are you taking? If you go 101, who are you taking? If he told me he was taking the Ghost Pastor card, he wouldn't have got the 101. Like He was honest. He told me he was going to take Brees Hall. I was like, great, you can have the 101 like that simple you asked you can have it like i don't need it if if you're taking someone that i'm not gonna take there was such a debate between cards and rookies
0: yes in 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 the house in canton in the toilets of titles house and we were almost those of us who ended up going cards early were almost poo-pooed yeah so to say for go, everyone thought these rookies were going to come on and be world beaters because of some of the rookies in the past, like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. And even though Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave had good seasons, Pickens was decent at times. Brees Hall was good until he got hurt. There was really no, there was no Jamar Chase. There was no Justin Jefferson. So that card was super valuable. Just nobody played. I, I I went with the Ghostbuster card as well. Yeah, me and too. And nobody played a card against me all year. Because this card protected me. Now there are 12 cards. Well, there were 12 cards in last year's league. So it's, 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 there were. So things are changing. But each card you can go and see on the site. And there's all there's so there's one version of each card per division. And if it doesn't get drafted, poof, Vamos, it's gone. You can't you can't pick them up. There's no free agent card pickup. So this year for now. When I I don't know if we're gonna talk about all of it. I don't know if we're gonna drop any of them, but I'm just gonna tell you with the more cards, there's gonna be a lot more cards that so there's gonna be cards in this division that that nobody drafted in that division, and and it's gonna add a lot of a twi- some twist, some twists and turns. So Justin, did you wanna you wanna comment?
1: Yeah, so Steve and I are the ones that were really, really pushing it, and we kind of convinced you on it. And I had even said then I said in Canton that whoever wins this title will have drafted the Ghostbuster card. It's just that powerful. And then, like you guys said, I I also drafted the Ghostbuster card, and I I had it in the ninth pick, and uh, I thought that that was insane that it still fell to me. And every single week where I was facing a guy that had a card, I straight up sent them a message, hey, before you play your card, don't forget, I've got the Ghostbuster card and I will stop it and just ruin both of our cards. And then they would respond with, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to use it this week. Like I, I was just straight up with it. And then I even used it as a strategy later on because I wanted to drop my Ghostbuster card for the roster space. And a lot of people didn't take that into account because I noticed a lot of people after they use their monster card, they did not um, uh, go pick up another player to fill that roster space. But the last guy on my roster was uh that had a monster card was matt and i wasn't facing him for another three or four weeks so i sent matt a message and i was like hey man let me help you strategize when to play this card because it looks like you're just not playing it so matt and i started dming back and forth he used the monster card about two weeks before i had to play him then i knew i could just drop my monster card because nobody else uh nobody else was going to use theirs against what a
0: strategic you. manipulator
1: that's what this league is all about and that's why yes. i love this league
0: yes so chris you kind of went through your draft strategy the chats uh, preparing for the league what was it like in season things started flying cards start getting played players start getting stolen what was your experience like during the actual season
2: well i, I my, my whole strategy as you know like was i went wide receiver heavy with with my team um you know i, I took a gamble on tony Pollard late as RB1 and that kind of worked to my advantage. I was able to pick him up and he was kind of my RB1 from from week one. But, you know, my my whole goal was, hey, like first few weeks of the season, like if I can pick up a couple of wins, I can pick up an RB1 from one of the teams I beat. It didn't necessarily play out that way. (laughs) You know, like I kind of went quite far into the season just kind of riding the guys that I had taken, you know, Devonte Adams, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase. You know, I, I kind of was fortunate enough to go, you know, get to a point where I was kind of six and two, seven and two. I was sat in that third or fourth spot in the league, and I was you know, I hadn't lost anyone major. Um, I lost just uh, I lost. Um, I think I got Justin Herbert right at the beginning. I, he got taken from me early. So I was kind of in a position where I was like, Hey, like <laughs> I ended up basically at the end of the season. I, I literally went, like I said, I was taking the best player on the opposition team. Like I wasn't really even at a point thinking, Hey, what do I need to fill my roster? Like I had a decent four wide receivers, but I then played against the team that had Justin Jefferson. I won the game. So I, there wasn't even a thought in my head to think, Hey, like, I'm not going to take Jefferson. I was just taking the best player, and I was like, if because if I've got the best players, then like they're scoring every week, even if they're on my bench, they're not scoring against me. And then if they're on your bench, so we,
0: I think we had a similar strategy. I Mm -hmm. liked to, I early on, I wanted to to develop a strength, and, and and make it stronger. So wide receiver, I drafted heavy. But then I kept taking wide receivers. I took two mm-hmm. or three of them that were very good because now my thought process is I can have one or two on the bench and then if I do lose, yep. I still have a really good chance of winning next week. I didn't want to have any weakness. So I went from wide receiver and then I went and made quarterback a strength. But Kyler Murray, I picked him up. I think I had Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, and then Kyler Murray ended up burning me. So so that didn't work out, but still, you know, make your strength the strength is a very like continue to, to develop it so that your bench is yeah. strong
2: don't just think about your starting lineup that's a very good strategy yeah absolutely and i, I obviously definitely did that with you know wide receiver um and I, like I say i ended up being lucky like i i there was a huge part of luck that that played into it i mean i was streaming tight ends for the most part i had dallas go dirt from the get-go he got kind of start for he got stolen from me right before he got placed on ir so I wasn't the worst person in the world to have lost you know kind of got lucky with that but yeah it left me with with no tight end so i was fought yeah i was kind of streaming those i picked up um a comquo from the titans like the week he kind of had two touchdowns which was a massive help obviously very fortunate um and then i managed to pick up juan johnson of the saints like when he went on a run so i did get lucky with with playing those guys but honestly at tight end once once i didn't get travis kelsey like everyone else is is much of a muchness really like every week you know gerald everett i i had at some point um was scoring some points but i think that one for me i was like, i did have uh, the option of taking travis kelsey later in the season like when i you know week four, uh, 13 or 14 but i needed a quarterback at that point it was super flex and i was kind of playing a couple of games with just like one quarterback um because i had hurts was injured so yeah i mean yeah i i fully agree with what you're saying like i went all in on wide receiver and these guys you know it paid off for me at the end of the day so
0: all right so we got in season we got preseason now you have any gripes? You have any notes? Anything specific on the league? Any feelings? Any?
2: What? What is your overall thoughts? I about, I loved about- it. Like I I loved all aspects of it. Like I think for me, the the only bit that would have improved it even more was our own. Like my, and this is more of a gripe for my divisional chat. It was just very quiet in season. Yeah. You know, like it was it was kind of. You know, I was expecting because of the monster aspect, the playing cards aspect, like like Justin said, like that whole strategic element of, hey, I'm going to take your best player this weekend. You should probably leave him on the bench, kind of thing. Right. So that he does. Like, I was expecting a little bit more of that in our in our group chats, and it was kind of very. I know we were Night of the Silent but Deadlies, but it was very quiet in in our divisional group <laughs> chat, and well, that's the the only thing that I would have said would have improved it.
0: My my thoughts on that are hey you know it's 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 disappointing but I'm hoping that so this is year 3 and what was it 12 24 36 60 teams and probably I'd say 14 people quit during the year cuz you know your team gets you know players get stolen your team stinks they quit but they also don't look at the payouts cuz we have payouts geared towards we have ways that people who lose can win Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that as we grow as a show, this is where where we just finished our third season as the following gets a little stronger. Like I'm hoping by like year four or five, the following gets stronger. The chats pick up people a little more diehard. They're in it, not just to win it. They're in it for the community aspect of it. So I completely understand because I'm I'm trying to grow that. And I'm hoping Mm -hmm. like over time it happens. But I I do think, you know, next year that the chat's got to step up. Go ahead, Justin.
1: So along those lines, Kyle Bellafuel, um, Hellboy, uh, he won the first Constellation tournament. Uh, the second Constellation tournament came down to George and Jason, and they are um, they are not uh, what do you call it? They're they're not authorized to win. So because they're
0: parts of toilets titles. So yeah,
1: that's right. So it goes to um, uh, it would be the Loch Ness monster. Um, because uh, he he scored more points in that round before the uh, the championship game, uh, he won the second constellation tournament. There was another constellation tournament where Rex, uh, or, or I'm sorry, Kanklesaurus Rex, um, which is Dynasty Coach A, um, came on one of our Cowboys shows. Um, he uh, he won one of the constellation tournaments. Um, so for all of you guys, I haven't forgotten about you. It's just a matter of. Logistics and timing and stuff, but we are going to get a shirt out to you guys um, You guys are going to be in line with getting a, a free entry into next year's Frankenstank uh, For sticking with us and, and playing along and, and that sort of stuff So, uh, and if you're not already Patreons, let me know, we'll get you signed up And uh, and we will also reimburse your, your first month's uh, Patreon uh, as well If you want to become a, a Patreon supporter as well So, yeah um, yeah, so you want to stick around in this in a league like this because if for no other reason, it automatically gets you an invite into the next season so you can try your hand again. Like, we're not going to invite those people back that, that no. did that on us.
0: Banned. Stamp. Band. Band. All right. So listen, Justin wrote this up perfectly. I'm going to read it for him. It's talking about the glory days of our youth, right? You know, your first goal, your first touchdown, your first kiss, your first car – How does the Frankenstein Championship, this trophy, how does it rank compared to those accomplishments in your lifetime?
2: All of those accomplishments I think you talked about, I think it comes above them. It probably probably only comes second uh, to the birth of my daughter, to be honest. And I'm only Ooh. saying that because my wife's sat outside and she can probably hear me. And <laughs> yeah, she if, if I said it back. came, yeah, if I if I said it came above that, she, I mean, it, I'm saying it came above my wedding day. So <laughs> I'm already going to be on the next flight back to England. But <laughs> no, I, I mean, I it was it was a lot like I that those the playoffs. Don't I don't want to think about like how many nights i sat up sat in bed just on my phone just looking at who i potentially could be playing against
0: oh yeah and, talk about and, talk about the playoffs talk about the structure of the playoffs please
2: well so first round of the playoffs like, i think i was 8th seed so we had like the royal rumble free for all kind of top 6 top 6 scoring teams advance And that I loved that aspect of hey, like it's not a one on one. It's not like the worst seed against the best seed. It was literally just the top six scoring teams. And and it turned out that, you know, none of the guys that finished third, fourth, fifth. (laughs) I think I was I was seed eight, and I think I was the second highest seed that got through.
1: Yeah, it was Um, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then like two of them that were low, like in the teens.
2: And, and I knew that at that point I was like, I knew that I was the fourth highest seed left. So like in my head, I'm like, I haven't got a choice, Uh, you know, because the next round it then became like the top, the top three seeds got to pick who they were playing against. So I'm like one, if any of these guys pick to play against me, I don't get a choice. If, as long as they don't pick one another, but I'm sat there, and I'm like, you know what? Like there was talk in the chat that you two at one and two, you you'd called him out, coach, right? You'd said, "Come no, and get he, me." No, he like, called me. Oh, he, he called me out, you. and he then that's he's... why I
0: told him I ain't scared of you, b-word. You, you know, said. <laughs> and I was
2: like, oh, hang on a second. If if one chooses to play against two, like I can see that as a strategy, get rid of him. But I was like, then that does mean I'm going to have a choice, because I become third pick, and I was like. So then I'm going through everyone else and I'm sat there and I'm like, who have they got compared to who I've got? Because at that point, you're not playing in the same division. So you're playing a lot of games against guys that have the same people on their roster as you. So there's that element of like, I was thinking about who are they going to take? Like, who are they going to play next week? Who are they playing? Like, if he plays his strongest, what is, I'm thinking about what is his strongest team going to be? And then who is my strongest team? team like am i gonna win that game and then so there's there was that aspect of the the whole picking scenario of like who picking a who you're playing which is huge but then it's like i said you're playing against the player and it happened to me in at least two of the 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 matchups where we had duplicate players and i was like do i do i play the same as as the other guy and then leave it to be just and there's one in particular where I know I was playing against the team that had Travis Kelsey and I didn't. And I was like, we had like four or five of the same player. So I was like, if we both play that, it comes down to but the differential is only going to be four people and he's got Travis Kelsey and my tight end's going to nowhere near him for him. So I was like, I need to have a different, like more than three differentials, you know? So he played, I think it ended up being like my quarterbacks at the time were Dak and Gardner Minshew because I picked Minshew up when Hertz got injured. He played Dak and Minshew, and I was like, I'm just gonna make the decision to not play Minshew and like just hope he doesn't do very well. And I think he scored like 30 points. But I was then at that point in time, I, I had a decent running back room. Like I had Josh Jacobs, I had Saquon Barkley. So I Jacobs played both, off,
0: probably. Yeah,
2: and that was and that was it. Like I played, I played Jacobs and Devontae Adams, and like they both went off. And I was like, if there was that aspect of like I could have been safe, and just went, let me play the same guys as him. But that you know, getting playing safe doesn't get you anywhere really, and and certainly not in this tournament.
0: Love it, man. That is, that is excellent. See, I I, I challenged uh, Uncle Steve, and that was for Lori. You know, I did that for Lori. I was trying to take <laughs> un- Uncle Steve out, and it backfired. He, he kicked my tail. But um, enough about last year, all right? We we got some excellent coverage right there, Chris, on last season. You know that this season, when you win, we got three new divisions coming this year. So I've named two of them. And we have one. You get to name a division when you when you win. So have you thought about it? Do you have a name for us? What What is one of the new divisions going to be called this year?
2: I do I do have a name. I was I've been thinking about this for the last 24 hours. Been back and forth on a few. Um but what I've settled on, the new division is gonna be the brasco of Bagul.
0: The Brasco? How do you spell you your message so, it to me and I'll save it? But yeah, like, describe yeah. this.
2: But um yes. Yeah, so Bagul is the character in Sinister. So the the Ethan Hawke movie, mm-hmm. um, guy basically, you know, creepy, kind of like no face, like Voldemort type type character. Yeah. Um, so he's Buggle. and Abrasco is, uh, yeah, basically a restroom. Um, but it's a, it's a, an English term, it's a, it's an Australian term. And I thought, like, add a bit of non American yeah. flavor to, to it. I love uh, it. it. It basically comes from, uh, the company. It was uh, all of the toilets are made by Brass Company. So they all have Brass Co. <laughs> written awesome. on them. Yeah. So that's where that's where the term Brass Co. comes from. So, so
1: I've been thinking that it would be really cool to have an international flair, where we have a division that's all an international division. I think this is perfect.
2: Yeah, there you go. Well,
0: uh, Chris, you, you are moving to this division because you yeah, named it. Yeah. You, so, you're, you're, so regardless, like this is your division now. You know, I, so, so I, I created creature, the staff bathroom. I moved on from Frankenstein. We got phantom of the Porter Party. potty I think that's where Justin is. Yep. So, and I know Justin's changed his name this year. Justin, it used to be the phantom. What, 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 so we, it, when you join this league, you got to pick a monster that's not already taken and some monsters get taken and then they get let go. And I'm thinking that might be where somewhere you're going, but I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I've picked Wolfman coverage. We got some classics. We got some newbies. Do you have? Uh, do you want to give us a little tease on where you're going next year?
1: I'm I'm leaning heavily towards the jigsaw because uh, that's my personal favorite. Any yeah. of you that watch the uh, the fun day draft shows, that's uh, that's even my logo <laughs> is um, myself superimposed as as uh, as jigsaw
0: on uh, the tricycle. Well, on, on the little will
1: call the puppet on the tricycle. Yeah, yeah. but uh, um, but I also kind of want to wait until it all kind of shakes out and see exactly who is um, getting kicked out and no longer going to be a part of it and what team names are available. But I, I'm definitely going to change it up some because three years of Frankenstein and this was the best season I've had yet. And, uh, and it wasn't that great. So um, <laughs> I think it's time to, to get something a little bit more intimidating than a dude with a half a mask at an opera.
0: Man, we, we have some changes we've been working on. <laughs> dude, we, me, you know what Emmett wanted to do? For his 11th birthday, <laughs> Emmett wanted to go see, Fan- we took Emmett to see Phantom of the Opera, 11 year old kid. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, we, we went and saw Phantom of the Opera. It was actually pretty good, man. Yeah, the music's pretty good. We we digged it. And then when, when we were in the city to see Phantom of the Opera, I also saw Alexis from Schitt's Creek. Excellent day. All right, so that's, that's, how, that's how you roll down there. So we're making some changes next year. We're going to do an episode probably in like two to three months once we're done with draft season where we're going to continue to brainstorm ideas. Chris, we'll be more than happy to have you on if you want to come back. You're the champ, so your input is 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 really, you know, it carries a lot of weight. We have a few cards that we're going to make some changes to. I'm going to drop a little teaser here. The Dracula card, there was a lot of conversation. So the way the Dracula card works is uh, let me see what it is you can steal 20% of a player at the same positions points. So if you're, you got Jamar chase, he's got Justin Jefferson, Jamar chase scores eight points. And uh, let's say Justin Jefferson scores 20. I believe that's 20% of that's five points. You, you take five points off him. You get five points to yourself. Everybody's saying a Dracula card should be much stronger. So there was a lot of back and forth about some of these things. So we're going to be making tweaks. So we're going to make the Dracula card a little bit stronger we got a few. We got a few other cards in the books, man. We 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 probably are gonna add ten to twelve more cards, I would say, at least. And that way, there's each division. It's gonna have its own flair. Justin, do you have anything to say about that? Go ahead.
1: I will throw out a teaser as well um, that there were some ideas kicked around, and we'll talk about it more on that episode. But uh, um, to kind of help out the guys that start off really bad that have several players stolen early um kind of as a reward for sticking with us um maybe the potential of a bonus card given to mm. the bottom two teams or something but that also might entice some players to kind of take a couple weeks too which would change it up as well so that which is good in this league so it's definitely something that we're considering as well so um, well, well
0: well being chris is from england or london you know and he's he knows the footy he knows the soccer and We're thinking about doing a relegation system. Okay, you know, which is something that comes from over there. Where if you lose, this is going to be super complicated. This is going to be very complicated to do on my fantasy league. I don't know how the hell we're going to do it, but I just shoot ideas out there, and we figure it out. You know, we that's what we do. But to kind of make it so people don't quit. (laughs) you you and you don't run into a powerhouse after you you have been beaten you lose a player or two if you go oh two the first two weeks drop you down into a s- certain conference where if you win your next game we're going to have created players that you can win created monsters that you can pick up put this player on your roster and it is guaranteed to give you x amount of points every week you can't trade that player but now that you've lost two players, we can give you a player who's going to score twenty points a week, or you know, twenty-five points a week. So we're we're going to try it out, man. There, this is always going to be a work in progress, and we are working on some things. But I think this relegation system and these created players that Justin was talking about, these created monsters, I think this could entice people to stick around, and it would be very exciting to see somebody go into the losers bracket, come out, and win.
1: And I that, think that that next Franken, uh, Frankenstein episode, we're gonna have to make sure that uh, P2P or H2H isn't coming on after us. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be like a three-hour show. We might yes. have to break it up into two episodes.
0: So listen, here, here's a, so last year, I wanted, I I was like fixated. So th- this is how the monster cards were created. You probably heard this, but if you're listening at home, and and we're gonna wrap this up, but I was very fixated on bonuses. I wanted crazy bonuses. I wanted wide receivers, like if anybody other than a quarterback threw a touchdown pass, I wanted it not only to give you points this week, I wanted you to start with points next week. Like I wanted you to start next week's game up 50 points because you're so, and the guys had to talk me off of that. They're like, no, we can't do that. That's ridiculous. And then they're like, what about, what if we do something like this? And they kind of mentioned something that was of the, the same idea of a card. And I don't think they meant for it to go down the path it went down. But then I was like, yes, we will do cards. We will, you know, and and so that that's why it could go three hours, because once we get going, it's hard to, to say when we'll stop and what exactly we will stop on. But the other, Justin, should I tell everybody what the other two divisions are going to be called? Uh,
1: yes, definitely. Okay. Or, or should we tease it?
0: Now let's, let's do it. It's 56 <laughs> minutes in. How many people do you think stuck around? All right so all right the other two divisions you heard Chris's division the bidet of Frankenstein it's only it's only right Frankenstein he's probably been waiting for the bidet. I mean that's it's, it's play on the bride of Frankenstein clearly but right, right. it's it's only right, man and the mummy's too.
1: So <laughs> because we're six <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes
0: so but those are good man like creature of the staff bathroom the mummy's tooth the day of Frankenstein, it it all like, rolls and then like, uh the ball co of whatever that dude's name is
2: what is it yeah <laughs> it is uh it, it's the, the of Bagul. Nebraska of bugle The Brasco all right man of Bagul. yeah
0: excellent all right chris once again Thanks again for joining us, man. This was absolutely incredible. Uh, It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Honestly, there there wasn't a lot of action in my division chat either, but me and you, and then there was somebody, I think, who was in our chat and quit. So there were three of us in the 102, and then it was down to just us two. And I feel like we talked strategy. It was like one-on-one strategy all season, so I appreciate that. Hopefully we end up in the same uh, draft spot next year. But once again, tell everybody where they can find you, what you're working on, and uh, what you got coming up.
2: Yeah, so uh, on Twitter, uh, is, is this just FF? Um, if you're in any gambling discords, just look out for IceMan1013. That's me um, posting plays. I'm in a lot of them. Um, we'll be posting plays on on Twitter as well. Certainly for the upcoming uh, playoff games. Um, but yeah, it, it's not going to stop. Like the, the gambling will. You know, NFL season might stop, but the the foot, you know soccer season still going mls starting up again you know had a a good run on mls last season so looking forward to that kicking off again um but yeah i'll i'll be there with with baseball basketball you know about the halfway point so you know pushing that into the playoffs man um, yeah, next year we'll we, we, be on Twitter.
0: with you in long island you got to come out to canton next year man we can meet up we we could we can road trip together think about it
2: it's definitely a, an option, I think. Yeah, yeah. Definitely and, something and, we can talk about for sure.
0: Man, the champ, man. We got we got to get the champ out yeah. in Canton because that's usually – the draft starts in Canton,
1: you know. And I'm and I'm really going to try to push for at least one live draft in Canton, yes. by the way. And I want to do it at that graveyard that we found close to Canton <laughs> where there is a headstone of a guy actually named Frankenstein.
0: Yes, yes. Very weird. Yeah. I, I, like, be, I don't happen. think
1: that that's disrespectful at all. Like if I'm that dude, I'm enjoying somebody coming to my grave decades later to have a party. <laughs> yeah, have well, a party.
0: Me. So we wanted – last year we wanted – to so the logistics of trying to get a live draft will be difficult, but I think we're stronger. Our foundation at Toilets the to Titles is stronger than it's ever been. And I think we can handle that, but it's it's going to take a lot of. If you're listening, if you're in the league, it's going to take a lot of. Hey, yes, I will be there. Hey, yes, I'm willing to to do something from these hours to these hours because there's a lot going on. But this is all stuff we could talk about right now. Let's just celebrate the champ. All right, Mumra St. Brown. How how is it pronounced? I always thought it's Mumra. It's Mumra St. Brown.
2: Yeah, that's it. Mumra.
0: Mumra. Yeah. Yeah. Mumra. I mean, I don't even think we mentioned Mum-ra. your team name. All episodes, and that's that's it. That's the most important thing, man. Pick it, picking your monster. Excellent, excellent. And next year, I think we're gonna do like a tournament before the season. Brackets of team names, and we got all sorts of things going on. But whatever, stay tuned. We got head to head coming up next. Jared Gray, Clutch Russ, Nino Brown, and then like I said, Thursday night we got on the clock. Wednesday night, if you're Giants fans, Joe I and Joe C are gonna be on there. Friday night we got P two P. Saturday we're gonna have the first episode of between two urinals where we're going to have Mike D. We're going to have George debating. Friday night we're going to be talking roundtable, playoff edition, and those episodes are a lot of fun. Stay with Toilets and Titles. Subscribe, tune in, log in, comment, like, all that good stuff, and we'll see you later on. Take care.